Hey, guys, I don't know how many of you guys call yourself or consider yourself to be a kingdom builder. Uh, a kingdom builder here at our church is, a, is simply this, a person who gives above and beyond their tithe. Um, and we celebrate what we're giving to every single week, it seems like, around here. Although we have been in kind of a hiatus, we do take a break every single year just so that we don't annoy you or we just don't make something become redundant, okay? But in 2022, we had a kingdom builder missions. Missions is kingdom builders, right, for us. So kingdom builders, we had a record year of donations given above and beyond tithe. Here, here's how much you guys gave in 2022. It was $576,411. That's huge. Off the charts. That's a record. We've never seen that kind of amount. Look how close that is, the 600000 It just blows my mind away. That's at all of our campuses, by the way. So if you're at Ogallala, North Platte, you're online. Kingdom Builders, we have Kingdom Builders online, actually. All right, but here's what you're doing. You guys are helping make dreams come true. Now, I don't know about you, right, where, where you've worked in your life or the way you run your finances in your home, but a lot of businesses sometimes will build budgets based on these three words, all right, need, want, and dream. You guys ever heard that before? Building budgets on your need and then your want and then your dream. And you know that when you work for them and you fill out the dream part, it's basically a pipe dream. You're never going to see that, right? But they want to know kind of like what your vision is. I want you guys to know today that in 2022, we didn't, didn't, we didn't just meet kingdom builder needs. We didn't just help some of the wants to take place. We actually helped dreams happen around the world. And those dreams that you helped make happen with your giving above and beyond what our vision was for 2022 and above and beyond your tithe, those dreams are now going to help people find Jesus and lives changed. We were able to send $65,000 out the door right at the end of the year to help make three dreams happen. Check out this story. We want to say hello to all of our friends at New Life, Kingdom Builders, and Pastor Jeff. I'm Kenton Moody. My wife Eunice and I serve as your missionaries in Santa Ana, El Salvador. And I'm here in front of just a, a bunch of students and also a backdrop of tin, which is surrounding the new construction that you guys are helping us build with a new addition to our Hosanna School. New Life has been such a great friend through the years to help us here in El Salvador. You've brought teams down. You've helped evangelize. You've come here to minister to the school. You've been involved in so many areas. But right now we're building the school, uh, another building here that will be used for our uh, high school program. We're so excited because we have new students. We're almost at 400. I think we have 385 students right now that are attending our school. It's at a very low cost and they're receiving Christian education. They're receiving values and they're receiving most of all, the most important love. And you're a part of this. Thank you for supporting missions uh, through New Life Kingdom Builders and also supporting the vision of Pastor Jeff. And we're so grateful for what you're doing. Thank you for investing. We encourage you to come this year with the team. We encourage you to be involved in missions. We encourage you to pray for us and pray for those in other countries that you're supporting as well. We love you. We send our greetings and all the students here can say hello. God bless you. 
Hey, New Life Kingdom Builders. This is Pastor Drew Milliken with Collective Church in Omaha, Nebraska. And I just had to say thank you so, so much for your generosity. You gave a $10,000 gift last year in 2021 when we launched. And just at the end of 2022, we received another $5,000 gift. These gifts have helped us helped us to launch healthy. And just this last one is has allowed for us to hire on our first assistant at Collective. I can't tell you how much this means to us and as it furthers the gospel, guys, it's incredible. We're so excited about what God's doing. We're seeing healings. We're seeing transformation. We're celebrating through baptisms in just a couple weeks and this is in part due to your generosity. Truly making a difference here at a new church in Omaha, Nebraska. It's impacting our lives, our church, and the lost here. So thank you to New Life Kingdom Builders. Come on, that's good, right? Here's what we're doing as Kingdom Builders. When you give, we're doing things that none of you could do alone, right? We're making things happen around the world that Quite frankly, none of you would be able to do just by yourself. And so that's why we're better together. Through our generosity, you're better together. And we're making dreams happen. Uh, Towards the end of the year, we had an urgent call from one of our Kingdom Builder partners that had a unique opportunity in the country of Morocco. And they asked us, would you partner with us? This is a dream of ours. We've been here for 12 years. Would you help us make this dream happen? And because of your generosity, above and beyond your tithe, And this request was above and beyond our 22 uh, vision. We were able to make another dream happen. Check it out. Let me tell you a story about one of our Kingdom Builder partners on the continent of Africa. It's going to blow your mind away. I'm standing here in Morocco at an undisclosed location on top of a building. I wish I could tell you where I was at. And I wish I could tell you what building I was standing on top of. Let's just call it a school because that's what it is. We've got Kingdom Builder partners that have been here in Morocco for the last 12 years with a call from God to plant a school because they can't plant a church. They can't go out on the streets and do street evangelism or big rallies, but they want to plant a school. And then from the age of two years old all the way through to high school one day, they want to influence families. But check this out. Their very first school that they started, a preschool, it got shut down by the government. Then they went to another building. They had to rent that building. And in the rental of that building and starting that school, they ended up with some problems with the landlord and then they had to shut that down. Now, now that's two times where they started the mission and it never followed through. Now, you might think, well, wow, you might get disappointed or maybe they were kind of getting to the point of thinking to themselves like, did God, did you actually call us here? You guys can feel the frustration in that, right? But they didn't give up. They leaned in, they prayed more, they trusted God more, they casted the vision more, and now I'm standing on top of a building that you as a kingdom builder in 2022, you helped buy the building, guys. Your $20,000 that we sent over here to partner with them helped buy this place. Now they got a school, it's back up, it's running. They own the building. They own the rights to have the school. Now, man, they're moving forward. Think about the lives that are gonna be transformed, the lives that are gonna be changed. It reminds me of Nebraska. I know that's crazy from Morocco, but it reminds me of Nebraska. Think about it, we plant seed in the ground every single year, don't we, for corn. The stalk, it comes up, 
and we know that that stalk at one point is gonna produce a harvest, and every year we reap a harvest. That's what's getting ready to happen here in Morocco because of your generosity and because of your prayers and our Kingdom Builder partners' tenacity to not give up, but to have faith. Guys, I'm telling you right now, I'm standing on the stalk. Right? I'm standing on the stock. The harvest is getting ready to come, and you and me get to be a part of it because you're kingdom builders. So, guys, thank you so much for what you've done to make ministry happen here in Morocco. The harvest is coming into Morocco just like the harvest is coming in around the world. You guys did that. You did that. You're making dreams happen, guys, around the world. Um, it's fantastic. I love what uh, your generosity is allowing our church to accomplish together. Um, look, if you're interested, here's a little like special note, like just for you that are here today. If you're interested in going to Morocco, we are going to put together a trip uh, towards the end of November. It's probably going to go right over the top of uh, Thanksgiving so that you don't have to take as much time off of work. But it's going to be a prayer trip, okay? It's going to be a small team. It's going to be like a special ops team, like being in the military, right? It's going to be a special ops team. We're going to go in, we're going to pray, and then we're going to get out. And we're going to believe that God's going to use that prayer in a very unique way. So I want you to join us and go to Morocco. If you want to go, text Morocco to 308-303-3800 if you want more information. You're not making a commitment. You're just going, man, that sounds intriguing. I would love to go on that prayer trip. Um, what's it going to entail? And we'll get you more information about it. All right? So, guys, great things happened in 2022. Amen? Amen? Come on. And that was just a little splash at the end here of the above and beyond giving. Uh, we believe God, we're believing God for greater things in 2023. And I hope that you are too. And that's why you got the new 2023 Kingdom Builder Project book. Would you just take this out with me really quick? Okay? And if you didn't get one, they are at the tables. And maybe on your way out, you can grab one. Now, I'm not going to read through the whole book for you. I'm not going to insult your intelligence, all right? But I want you to read through it. I want you to take time to go through this book. By the way, does it look good or what, right? That's because this book is designed to sit on the coffee table in your living room so that it stays out all year long, so that when friends come by your house, they pick it up and they're like, what in the world is this? You go, oh, that's the vision of my church for missions. See, what is in this book is a promise to you that if you give through Kingdom Builders, this is where your money's going. These partners that are in this book, that's where the dollars are going to go. We don't take uh, you know, monthly your, the, the Kingdom Builder offerings and go, okay, now what are we going to do? No, we already know what we want to do. And you can even see our goal for this year is $522,485. I just felt like the Lord was saying this to us this year. Look, just maintain the gains. Right? It wasn't a year that we had to go and search for a new high number. It was just maintain the gains. So guys, I'm believing we're going to be able to meet needs, see some wants want, take place, and we're going to meet more dreams. But this book, if you'll turn with me to page four, right? page four in the book gives you these three categories. This is what Kingdom Builders is. It's global missions, it's local church expansion, and it's future Christian leaders. And it gives you a breakdown of what that looks like. The rest of the book, okay, is those three categories broken down. So you can see who are our global missions partners, who are our local church expansion partners, who are our future Christian leader partners. And you can get all kinds of information. There's like more stories that are in this book as well. 
Um, I know that there's a, like on page 12, there's a Morocco uh, school story. You get more information because you have the book. Now, now notice, we're giving you a picture of the front of the school originally. It doesn't look that way. Please be careful with this book. This book has sensitive stuff in it for some of our missionaries that are living in sensitive countries. Do not, hear me, do not take any pictures of this book and put them online. Don't snap it with your phone and put it out on Facebook. Don't do anything like that, all right? Because you might put some of our missionaries in jeopardy. The other thing is that there's QR codes. Hold your phone over those QR codes and watch the videos, okay? Some very encouraging videos that you get from this book. This book is your project guide for 2023, and it's going to be incredibly useful for you. But one of the things that I've heard, I've heard from people is that Kingdom Builders is a program. And I want you to know that a Kingdom Builder is a person. You are a Kingdom Builder, okay? I am a kingdom builder. My wife is a kingdom builder. And when you hear stories like you just heard, if you were a person that gave above and beyond your tithe to kingdom builders, you helped by that school. You help that pastor in Omaha, right? You're helping to build that high school for Kenton Moody at that Christian school. Like you're helping make those dreams happen. You are a kingdom builder because you have a heart to see the love of Jesus shared with people around the world, starting in our backyard all the way to the ends of the earth. So today, what I want to help you with is this. I want to help you understand what is a kingdom builder. How do you live the life of a kingdom builder? What's the biblical picture of a person that partners with the Spirit of God to build God's kingdom here on earth? What does it actually look like to be that person? I think what you're going to find is the threshold is much lower than what you ever imagined. Because there's three things that are the action steps of a kingdom builder. First, you pray. Say the word pray. You pray. So a kingdom builder does this. They take this project guide, they turn it into their prayer guide for the year. So you just start going through the book, right? And you just, you just pick one. And you, you go, so, hey, here's the first one I came to. First one I came to is the Jubilee Center here in Kearney. And I can read a little descriptive of what it is. And I can take time and I can pray for them, right? Or I can go into my, my global um, outreach uh, section over here in the Estonia Church Planting. The first thing you're going to want to know is this. Where in the world is Estonia? That doesn't even sound like a real country. It is. Trust me. I've been there. Right? And if you Google Estonia and you figure out what the demographics are, spiritually you'll discover that it's 1% to 2% Christian. So how many church plants do they need? A lot. And you can be praying for them in that way. So uh, uh, first and foremost, a kingdom builder prays. You pray about other things, though. You pray about the giving of our church. Like, not the amount as much as you pray for the heart of the giver. Because I, I don't know about you, but when I give, it's a lot better to give with a joyful heart than a, than a heart that just feels like I have to do it. Like, as if I'm giving to the Lord like I'm paying my utility bill. That is no fun, church. No fun, right? And so you would pray for our church that we would experience the joy of giving. And then you would pray as teams go, like a team goes to Morocco, and you can't go, you know, you pray for them that God would do something supernatural in their heart. Jesus taught us to pray in Matthew 6, uh, verse 10. He said this, may your kingdom come. Like when you pray, pray with this attitude. May your kingdom come soon, and may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's the way Jesus taught us to pray. I think that fits perfectly with kingdom builders. 
So when a kingdom builder prays, here's what you're doing. You're praying to speed up the return of Jesus. How many guys would think to yourself right now, this is a crazy world. Let's speed up the return of Jesus. Right on? But here's my thing. I want to live in a crazy world long enough to see as many people possible be in heaven with me. That's what a kingdom builder does. A kingdom builder keeps praying, God, give us time. Give us resources. God, help us break through that window in Morocco where it's illegal to be a Christian right now. Right? Help us break through that. And so, man, guys, like that's what a, that's what a kingdom builder does. They pray. That's number one. Number two, they give. Say give. give. Okay. I, that was very exciting. I appreciate that. That was awesome. <laughs> Everyone was like, doggone, he's going to talk about giving. A kingdom builder gives, okay? All right? I, I don't mean, I'm not, I'm just messing with you. You guys know that, right? I love you. Okay. I'm your friend, man. I'm your friend. All right. So a kingdom builder gives, but a kingdom builder gives above and beyond their tithe. So this is the thing. Kingdom builder giving, watch this. It's true sacrificial generosity. Kingdom builder giving is generous. Tithe. Some would say tithe is generosity. That's not true. Tithe is obedient giving. God's the one who calls us to tithe. Kingdom builders is catching God's heart and going, I'm going to go above and beyond. So, so tithing is obedient giving. Kingdom builder is generosity giving. Let's talk about the tithe for a moment, and we'll intersperse both of them back and forth because a kingdom builder gives, right? And the first thing they do is they give the tithe. God's the one who's, who told us to do this. Malachi chapter 3, verse 10, he said this. Bring all the tithe into the storehouse so there'll be enough food in my temple now stop before we keep reading bring all the tithe where into the temple right he says bring all the tithe into the storehouse so there'll be enough food in my temple right so he bring it to the temple what's the modern day temple the church so bring the tithe into the church if you do says the lord of heaven's armies I will open the windows of heaven for you. I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have enough room to take it in. Then what does he say at the end? This is God's words, not mine. God says, try it. Put me to the test. See, tithing is where biblical giving starts. Hear me clearly on that. Tithing is where it all starts. And if you are not a tither, you need to ask yourself this question. Will you trust God with the 10% and will you give it with joy? That's the simple question. As a kingdom builder, you want to be a kingdom builder? That's where it starts. Will I trust God with the 10% and will I give it with a smile on my face? I'm going to tell you right now, something spiritually profound happens in your life when you start giving out of obedience to the Lord and then when you start giving above and beyond that. I'm just telling you, that's what happens. God does supernatural things inside of your heart. Now look, I want every single one of you to grow in your giving to a point where you become a kingdom builder. But it has nothing to do with the amount you give. Did you know I don't know what you give? I don't know the amount you give. And I don't care what the amount is that you give. Here's what I care about. I care about this. I want you to sit there and watch the next kingdom builder video and have joy in your heart going, I was a part of that. That's what I want for you. I want you to sit there and watch it and go, God, it's so awesome to be teaming up with you, to see these great things happening around the world. I want that faith to increase inside of you. That's what I care about more than anything. And I want your motivation, your motivation to be this, that you would give out of the amazing love that Jesus has shown you 
and you would give because you have a compassion for other people. Now, that's the motivation I want to see for your life. Why? Because that's what God wants your motivation to be. God said this about your motivation for giving in 1 John chapter 3. He says, look, we know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. So we also ought to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters. What does that look like? Next verse. If, here's what it looks like to give your life up. If someone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other, but let's show the truth by our actions. So what's the motive for your giving? The motive for your giving is that Jesus gave up his life for you. That's what God's trying to tell us here. My motive ought to be that, Jesus, you showed me incredible generosity. Now I'm going to show generosity to others. But how do you show the generosity of love to others? What does God's word say here? God says this, you give out of compassion for others. That's how you do it. Give out of a compassionate heart. That's how you show love to others. And then I love verse 18 and what we just read because God kind of like, he sealed the case. He put it to bed. He goes, look, don't just say that you love someone. Actually do something about it. And one of the things we can do about loving the world is through giving. That's one of the things we can do. So today, today, as your pastor, as your friend, I'm asking you, I'm challenging you to show the love of Jesus and consider what God's asking you to give above and beyond your tithe, okay, in 2023. What, what does God want you to give? Okay, if you, if you don't tithe, he wants you to start there. If you do tithe, God's going, hey, look, I want to stir your heart. I want you to team up with me to show the love of Jesus. Here's how Kim and I decide what that number is going to be above and beyond our tithe. First, we look at our budget, and we go, how do we want to sacrifice out of our budget? That's number one. Secondly, we add to that this faith step, this amount that we don't have, but we're trusting the Lord for it. We're believing God, look, we want to give this amount. And we add those two numbers together. That becomes our annual goal. That's a great simple way for all of you to determine in 2023, how do I want want to give? And then you take that number, you write it down on that faith commitment card, and you do something with it that I'm going to tell you about in just a minute. Out of my budget, what do I want to give? And above and beyond that, what do I want to trust you for? So kingdom builders, they do what? They pray and they give. But they also go. Come on, turn to somebody and say go. We're going to go. We're going to go. All right, first I want to make it clear. Where do we go first? We go to our community first. We take the good news of Jesus to our community. Okay? So how can you do that? Well, here's a way you can do that. Next Sunday... We're doing a big outreach. What's it called? Jersey Sunday. You got some people running around in jerseys already, so you know it's safe to wear your jersey. If you show up in a sports jersey, you're not going to be the only one. In fact, I pray this. You show up without one, you're the one that looks weird. All right? I, I hope that's what happens. All right? So we show up with a jersey. Just to, why a jersey? Just to have some fun. Can't church be fun at the same time that we worship the Lord? I think it can be, all right? So come on, find a, find a jersey, wear it. Okay, all right. Now, if you're going to wear a hockey jersey, make sure it's the blues. All right, don't make me hurt you. I don't want to have to go across that auditorium and, like, drop somebody, all right? So 
out of love. It would be love. It would be love. All right. So first, we go to our community. Secondly, we go to the ends of the earth if we can. Now, I know not all of you can. So that's why we go first in our community. We go secondly to the ends of the earth. Why? Jesus gave us this command. Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, Jesus said, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. This applies both to our community and to the ends of the earth. But to go, what does it, what does it mean to go? Here's what it means. To share the love of Jesus with others and to help them live the life that Jesus died for. How simple is that? Share the love of Jesus with others and help people to live the life that Jesus died for. I don't know how to make it any more simple than that. I just know this. There is, there is some spiritual growth that will happen in your life that only happens when you decide to go. If you feel stagnant in your Christianity, it might be because you're not going. When you go, spiritual growth happens. Okay? When you go, there's some amazing things that God will do, and he'll show you about himself that you aren't going to find anywhere else until you go, until you go. So here's some go trips that are coming up in 2023. You can go to mynewlifechurch.com. We've got a couple seats left on our Cuba trip. We've got seats left at, um, on the El Salvador trip, the New York City trip. Come on, somebody. New York City, serve the homeless, serve the poor, meet some needs. It's going to be awesome. Royal Family Kids Camp, Teen Reach Adventure Camp, and coming soon, the Morocco Prayer Trip. I'm telling you, those are some great opportunities. So here's your action step as a kingdom builder. You want to be a kingdom builder? Here's your action step. Well, you got one of two things you have to do when you walk out of this auditorium, okay? Listen carefully. Take notes. Here it is. If you want to be a kingdom builder that goes... Invite someone to church next Sunday or sign up for a go trip. That's it. Those are your two options. You want to be a kingdom builder? Invite somebody to church with you. Go. Invite someone. Or go sign up for a go trip. It's simple, right? That's something that all of us can do. So there's your action step. I know this, though. Again, just talking like with friends. I know that being a kingdom builder is something that comes with fears and it comes with almost like it's impossible to accomplish. And sometimes in our life, there's a fear. I've heard this fear. Like if I start tithing or I give to kingdom builders, will there be enough for me and my family afterwards? I've heard that question often, often shared with me. Can I just take you back to the faithfulness of God found in Genesis chapter 22? And if you don't know what the faithfulness of God uh, that happened in Genesis 22, I want to tell you, Abraham and Isaac. Isaac was a blessing from the Lord that God had given to Abraham as a promise. And then God one day says, hey, Abraham, I want you to take and sacrifice your son. That sounds super harsh, okay? But that wasn't God's end game. It was a part of God's game and to get Abraham where he wanted him. And so Abraham, the Bible says, he woke up the very next morning, first thing in the morning, and he sets out on the journey to make the sacrifice. He gets to the mountain. He gets the wood. He has his son. They start hiking up the mountain. And Isaac says, the Bible says that Isaac asked dad, hey, dad, Abraham, um, we've got the wood, but where's the sacrifice? Here's Abraham's word. Read it for yourself in Genesis chapter 22. Abraham says to his son, God will provide. God will provide the sacrifice, son. 
They get up there. They build the altar. Abraham puts his son Isaac on the altar. Can you imagine being Isaac at this moment? Insane. Right? And God goes, that's enough. I know you trust me with what's most important to you. See, I think Isaac is kind of like our American dollar. It's what's most important to us. And God, God called Abraham, put what's most important on the altar. And what does God do? He goes, hey, look, right over there, there's a ram. Now you've got to sacrifice because I see that you trust me with what's most important. Can I just suggest to you that when you trust God with what's most important to you, which tends to be our finances, and you lay it on the altar of the Lord, that God can do something supernatural with that that you could never do alone? That you can overcome your fears. God will provide for you if you put his kingdom first. Some people think it's impossible, like, okay, God, okay, Jeff, like, I love the miracle offering Sunday because that's a one-time gift. I don't have to, like, give every single month in the sense of, like, I don't have to, like, I, I can do my own life the rest of the year. And it seems impossible to tithe every single month off my paycheck. Or it seems impossible to make a faith commitment that's going to be every single month. Like, Jeff, what am I going to do if I can't pay for the groceries? Or what am I going to do if I get a flat tire? What am I going to do if we got this medical bill? Like, will God provide? It seems like an impossible mountain to climb to put God first every single month. Can I just take you back to God's word one more time? Do you know about the faithfulness of God in 1 Samuel chapter 14? The Israelites are surrounded by the Philistine army. The Philistine army has like occupied them. He's taken all the high ground, taken all the high positions, has all the access roads, you know, occupied. They've got Israel right where they want them, right? And here's Jonathan, this young man, this young up-and-coming leader, and he's like, what in the world? This is ridiculous. Like, I can't believe these guys. Like, we, we can't let these guys control us like this. So he says to his armor bearer, come on, let's go out into this valley, we know that the enemy's up on this mountain. And let's go out there and let them see us. Let's get there with our swords, right? And if they call us up to them, then I'll know this, that God is for us. And God's getting ready to give us the victory. Now the armor bearer is like, okay, man, whatever you say. So they walk out in the valley, and they're standing there, and the enemy staunch, starts taunting them. And then all of a sudden, the enemy goes, come on up here. We'll kill you. And Jonathan turns to his armor bearer and goes, Ha <laughs> ha, God's with us. Let's go get these suckers. And the Bible says that they climbed the mountain both hand and foot. So this wasn't just like an easy hike. They grabbed a hold of the rock and they climbed up there. When they got to the top, Jonathan whips out his sword. His armor bearer has his back to back. And they destroy the enemy so brutally, so quickly, that the Bible says that the enemy goes running off with their tail between their legs. And God gave them a great victory. God called them up on the impossible mountain with the impossible mission, but yet God provided miraculously. Can I tell you today, God's calling you up onto an impossible mountain to trust him with your finances. How do I know that? What, what did God say to us already today? In Malachi chapter 3, didn't God say, try it, put me to the test? There's nowhere else in Scripture where God does that. Nowhere else in Scripture that God go, I'm calling you up onto the impossible mountain, try it, put me to the test. Climb the impossible mountain, take on the impossible enemy, just the two of you. 
and see if I won't provide. I'm just telling you right now, God's calling you up to what seems impossible. Trust him with your tithe. Trust him with your kingdom builder giving. God will provide. God's also calling you up because he already set the example of what true generosity looks like when he sent his son to die on the cross for you and me. And that really should be what our motivation is for giving. That we become generous because first our God is generous. That's how you break through the fear. That's how you overcome what seems to be impossible. And you just start putting God first in your finances. So look, today, today, I'm just going to ask you, would you just take this card in your hand really quick? This is such a simple card. It's such a simple card. But this card's got a perforated area at the bottom of it. Okay, the perforated area at the bottom is what I'm going to ask you to consider filling out and putting in one of the white buckets at all of our auditoriums. Put it in one of the white buckets during our worship time. Now, you're just going to put some simple information on there. Okay, now look, please, I want to be super clear with this, okay? I don't want there to be any mistakes. When you put that in that bucket, that's between you and God. The only other person that's going to see that is our accountant. She's going to take that information. She's going to load it in. To, um, into our giving software where you're going to have access to your giving and your giving only through that church center app so that you can go, that was my goal, I'm shooting after that goal. You're going to be praying about it, going after, you can see what, how you're doing with that goal. Any week you want to look at it through that church center app, you can do that. But what I want you to do is I want you to pray about your budget and above that budget. And I want you to fill out the card bring it down, drop it in one of these white buckets during our worship time in just a moment. And when you put it in there, step to the side and pray. If you're single, step to the side. Commit yourself to God. God, I'm committing this to you. If you're a couple, step to the side and pray just for a moment. God, we're committing this to you. Now, equally, you can just scan the code with your phone and you got a digital card that you can fill out. But look, if you're a kingdom builder already, would you please fill out one of these cards for 2023? It's going to be a commitment between you and God. It's also going to help you throughout the year. If you're a brand new kingdom builder, please take time to do that. It's going to be a great commitment between you and God, and it's going to help you accomplish what God's asked you to do. So whether you do it digitally or you bring it up, either way, turn it into a spiritual act of committing yourself to God. Because if you're a kingdom builder in 2023, you're keeping the light of Jesus on around the world. If you're a kingdom builder in 2023, you're going to hear stories of how you helped to start new work, new lights of Christ that are shining, whether it's a a school that just got started, or it's a church that just got planted, or it's another family that just got rescued out of sex trafficking. You're going to hear about stories of new lights of Christ. If you're a kingdom builder in 2023, you're going to be helping to shout Jesus from the mountains. Jesus from the mountains over Morocco. You're going to be helping to shout Jesus from the mountains over Turkey. Jesus from the mountains over India, over Ecuador, over El Salvador, over Estonia. And that's all the countries I know that start with E. Ethiopia. You're going to be helping. You're going to be helping to shout Jesus from the mountains. If you're a kingdom builder, just think about how much joy that's going to bring to your life. So don't miss out. Don't miss out in 2023. Let's join together and let's do something that none of us could ever do alone. Our sacrificial generosity together is better than alone. Why don't you stand with me and let's pray.
Jesus, you have called our church to play a very unique part in what you're doing around the world. I feel so honored, so honored, Lord, to be a pastor of a church that has a heart for your world. I'm so honored to be a pastor of a church that wants to couple with your mission to see more people find Jesus and lives changed, Lord. Lord, I'm so honored to be a part of a church that gives so generously above and beyond tithe. I'm so honored, Lord, to partner with Kingdom Builder partners around the world. It's an honor. Thank you for calling us to this mission. Thank you for allowing us to partner with what you're doing to build your kingdom around the world. It's your kingdom, it's not ours. We just get to be a participant in it and we get to, we get to partake in expanding it. Lord, that's a lot, there's a lot of joy found there. A lot of fulfillment found there. Every video that we watch is like a short 90 second clip, but yet there are so many souls and lives behind that. The enemy's being crushed because of the faith of this congregation. The kingdom is advancing because of the faith of this congregation. Now, Lord, would you put it in their heart how you want them to play a part so that we can experience the joy of what it means to be a kingdom builder in partnership with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to see his mission accomplished on this earth and to see Jesus return quickly. Lord, we love you. Thank you for this opportunity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.